Hello everybody, and welcome back to another episode of At The Movies with William Fletcher. As per usual, I am your host, William Fletcher, and this week I am joined once again by Barney. Hello, hello. Yeah, uh, no George this time, unfortunately. He had other commitments. Which is he has unfortunately un- passed away. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but uh, don't worry, he'll be back. Got some stuff planned to do with him in the future. But it's just us two for this week's episode. And so this week, we will be covering the 2013... I, I could, you could argue it's kind of a romantic comedy, but... Oh, I, I'd say, yeah, no, I would. Uh, Don John... So, yeah, yeah. Um, so I came to you suggesting this to do, and you've he- you heard of it before. I had you watch it, right? I I, I had heard of it. Um, mm-hmm. It's something I I'd heard the name floating around. I don't think I necessarily knew what it was about. Mm, okay, around to watching it for, for this podcast. Yeah. So, and so you watched it, like very recently so it's very fresh me uh, hours ago hours ago okay i watched it like a couple days ago because uh, i've seen this one before a few times uh, to sort of put my cards on the table i love this movie i think it's really really great and uh we'll okay. get more into why i love it so much i think you're probably gonna like it less than me but that's just my guess. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. No, you you would be right. I I I, I would say I, I love it. Um, mm. I I did quite enjoy the film. Okay, but you wouldn't put it like it, it kind of, kind of yeah. No, I wouldn't put it as like all time great film, Don John. But I I put I you know if somebody said you know oh yeah I like Joseph Gordon Levitt, I'd be like well you know yeah this Something film you'd recommend. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I guess I'll just sort of touch on the plot briefly, and then we can sort of just go through the film, like we did with them, Collateral. I think that's probably a pretty fair way to do it. No, that works for me. So, the plot. So, it's Joseph Gordon-Levitt in his directorial debut as well. Yeah, yeah, I I didn't know that he wrote or directed this. Yeah. Uh, We'll Um, get more into the whole writing part of it later on i'm sure but yeah he wrote and directed this film i don't know if i don't know if i know where he got the idea from or why he decided to make this uh he did he did yeah i i do know that he i've sort of heard um things he said and his sort of what he's trying to say i guess what this movie is trying to say about society and about people hopefully it's not a autobiographical film yeah i I hope it's i would hope it's not so basically joseph gordon levitt plays don john who is just like the coolest guy ever like he's just this incredibly well well to some people i would argue some people i was gonna say he's a certain certain type he he's he's a bro you know he's he's absolutely a bro He's from, where are they from? Like New York, like Boston, New Jersey, New Jersey, yeah. And so he's just like this guy. He just gets tons of women, and he's also got 
a porn addiction. Yeah, <laughs> that's the big one. That's the main thing. And so this is going to be... I'm going to see how much I can skirt around that sort of part of the film. I don't know yeah, how well I will. that's fair. But if, like, I'll only touch on it if we really need to. And if it's... Like, I was there, we'll mention it if it's necessary. Yeah. Otherwise. So this one might not be the most appropriate listening. Depends on who you are, of course, but... <laughs> it's not really... It doesn't focus on that as much as, like, you would... As I, I was going to say, it, it's about pornography in the same way that you know like club is about beating the crap out of people yeah exactly it's it's a part of the film but it's not really what it's about it's about it's a, prop. Like, it's a yeah. yeah sort of a, a it's used to tell a wider story yeah exactly so yeah so i guess do we just want to yeah, just go start from the beginning i guess yeah yeah just work our way through it again yeah so immediately it just opens up with him talking about just uh, what what's important to him what's important to him yeah and it he says like there's only a few things that he really cares about and it's like his body his pad his church car um his boys his boys his family his girls and his porn yeah so basically just straight off the bat you know saying guys you know bit of a knob but yeah and i will say that i appreciate this film just sort of gets to the point because it's only like an hour yeah and a half. It's straight up. yeah it's it's an hour and a half but it sort of uses all that it doesn't sort of go longer than it needs to it's sort of like i was gonna, I was gonna say no, nothing in the film particularly felt like it was wasted and mm-hmm. yeah it's all sort of any... yeah it's all necessary to the story and doesn't it's not just him. There is one it. thing that I, I I wasn't quite sure about, but uh, is that later on you want to get to that? Yeah, so but, like... yeah. So actually, I want to sort of talk about a similar film, semi-similar, but I was going to not... say there's a film that I think we should mention. Yeah, uh, I think we're thinking of the same film. Maybe. Yeah, I think we're. Uh, Shame. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Which is sort of similar there's like sort of similar elements to that um i i'd say the, these these two films don john and shame they're kind of two sides of the same coin mm-hmm. yeah i think they're both different ways of telling a similar kind of story yeah not I've... just because they're about and that have an addiction yeah although shame is much more of a drama and Don John is fish, is like a comedy. Is it's it's much yeah, yeah, comedic exactly. side. Don John definitely kind of you know embraces kind of happiness a, li- a little bit more, whereas Shame yeah. is kind of driven like depression. Yeah. And I think. Um, uh, I don't know which I prefer. I think I've. I'm not entirely sure. I think I put Shame slightly ahead. I think. In terms of yeah, no, I, I, I plan again. Yeah, maybe because um, yeah, no, I, I'm not sure how much of this film is based, not based on, but kind of food. But I, I guess because there's only so many 
Yeah, there's only so many. Um, and without comparing them to each other, it's yeah. quite a niche story. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and so, it's yeah, and that is a possibility for <laughs> something we could do in the future, maybe, possibly. Who knows? Ooh. Might be a bit, a bit too dark, but I mean, <laughs> Barney William cover on fiction films, yeah, on series. So, um, do you, want, do you want to talk about the cast? Yeah, so Joseph Gordon-Levitt yeah. is the lead, and I really like he Joseph Gordon-Levitt in his stuff. I think he's I like him good. too. He never does anything that particularly blows me away, but he's mm-hmm. always kind of uh, yeah, you know, he's always uh, yeah, steady pair of hands. You know, he gets yeah. the job done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and I think this might be his best role I've seen from him. And I've seen a few um, other films. I, I can't think of much else that I've seen him in other than, like, Inception. Mm. Have you seen um, 500 Days of Summer? Oh, I haven't, but yeah, that was the other thing that I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. That he's in. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's in The Dark Knight, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think this is probably the best thing he's done, from what I've seen anyway. I don't... There's nothing I haven't else seen I enough. majorly think really of off the top of my head. That is, that would I would consider as good as this, if not better. But he really works in this film. The accent throwed through me, like the first. Yeah, time I heard no, it. I was gonna say I'm not convinced by his accent or yeah. Yeah, matter Scarlett Johansson's accent. Oh. <laughs> She's yeah. also in this film. Yeah, the accents are very like weird because I'm like. He, it's he very I'm, I'm an actor doing an accent yeah Dang it. it's just like really mm, I don't think I quite buy that or like it's just like don't quite go hand in hand yeah and so I guess that's a good segue to Scarlett Johansson's character who what's like the best way to put her she's a girl that she starts out as the love intro she's the yeah, it's sort of portrayed in the trailers as well as the main love interest. Yeah, and Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, because she is she's the girl, so. arguably the biggest actor in this film, like the star, arguably like. Yeah, yeah, she's done name recognition. She's in the MCU at this point, so. yeah. and she'd done plenty of other major films. Yeah, she'd done Austin Translation. Yeah. And... She, yeah, she was a name. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, now, I think she definitely is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. I think, just overall, sort of for a, a general point, that the cast is all pretty solid. Like, there's nothing too bad, in my opinion. There's nothing outrageously wrong, that's mm-hmm. apart from you. The accents not quite. The accents working. are a bit weird, yeah. <laughs> but, um, it's a bit. Other weird. than that, you know, the actual kind of you know, emotional, physical performance, yeah. it's all fairly, fairly strong all round. Mm, yeah. yeah they, they get the job done. And it's. Yeah, yeah. Julianne Moore. They... Julianne Moore, yeah. It was. Uh... He kind of pops up halfway through-ish. Yeah, when um, John starts his class. Yes. And sort of. Well, yeah, I get it. I mean, we'll get into it more later on. 
but she's sort of established as sort of like a bit weird, a bit. Yeah, Icky, no, I guess. He, he's kind of repulsed to begin with. He's not like. Yeah. He's weird. a bit. John's very like. This is a weird. He, he, he's very superficial, is. John. Oh, he's very superficial. And, you know, he doesn't. Yeah, I say a bit. No, he is very he's superficial. And you know, if his you know addictions or anything to go by, you know, ignoring that, you know, the way he at first, you know, reacts to Yeah. He's he's introduced and he's out at the club with his boys. And like the the, the moment he gets there, they immediately start talking about a woman. Like in, in pretty Ix, much instantaneously. Know. And are just yeah. putting numbers on things. Like immediately. Yeah, and it's the most kind of, you know, and the point is you are meant to look down on them for this. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, praise this film, it does a, a frighteningly good job of um, yeah, it... portraying these guys as, you know. Yeah. And I think there's some people who really don't get this movie at all. And, and um, oh, yeah. yeah. We'll talk about this more for the ending, because the ending really is like a major point and we'll get to it then but there are some people yeah, some... who um kind of want to be or kind of think they see themselves yeah. as john i mean, I, I compared the you know, this film to fight club before. Mm-hmm. oh yeah how, how that can be misread i think yeah. the, the people that misread fight club will misread this film oh yeah absolutely want to be like Um, so yeah, you... Scott Johansson. Yeah. S- yeah. She first rejected. Mm-hmm. So. Um, and he he gets a bit creepy, and uh. Yeah, like, he is. Her on Facebook. Yeah. Well, before that, when they first. Sure, I'm skipping ahead a bit. There, sk- yeah. A little bit, yeah. Skipping ahead quite a little bit. So, in, yeah. yeah. So they're in the um the club, and then they're talking about all these women in various ways, and then they spot Scarlett Johansson at the bar, and there's a really interesting thing that it does here, where sort of the whole bar is sort of like a bluish in tint, and then for her character, she's like lit up in like basically like angelic light to put it yeah I, I, it reminded me of train spotting and uh ah. at one point when mcgregor sees first time oh okay yeah and that sort of is representative of john's feelings i guess is the... yeah like he sees her and is like okay yeah she is the girl yeah with... and then he just walks over and uh, then they start dancing. It's the moves on. Yeah. And then uh, he just forces himself on her, which is like... Yeah. <laughs> I say, he just starts kissing her, and she's, you know, pushing him away. And, and he's still doing it. As she can. And it's just like, I'm pretty... That's like, that is a crime. Like I was going to say, that is assault. That is, like... That's not Okay. Like, you can't just do Yeah, it, it's not, like, out and out asexual assault, but she, he is 
forcing himself. Yeah. James, he's James Bonding her. <laughs> oh, he is, isn't he? That's, Bond does that to like every, well, a lot of people. And it's like, yeah. I don't know. Something about it is just like uncomfortable, like that this could actually happen. By design, definitely. I mean, it's the point, yeah. And it's just like, it's weird because presumably he does this to like all the all the girls but they don't have a problem with it and it's just a bit yeah, yeah. i mean uh, i we we, have, we don't see him doing it as girls, but yeah. presumably some of them some of them go with it some of them don't yeah he's one of the ones that no. we just see we just only see the ones that do go with it and so she leaves because she doesn't want anything to do with him Rightfully so. Yeah. <laughs> like, she I was is, in her position, I at, the, at that point, justified to, like, tell him to fuck off and to leave. Because yeah. he's, you know, being just weird with her. And then... The sex, sex predatory. Yeah. And then he finds another woman and just, just settles for that instead. I was gonna say, yeah, he settles. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. So how kind of scummy is? Yeah, he settles for her. Yeah. Um, and this like time, a... moon work. Yeah, like it's like beneath it, like, like sort of. Se- I say settle because that's sort of how he views it. I don't. Yeah, think exactly. That's... It's it's not who he intended to. Yeah. With, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, basically, his kind of train of thought is she'll do. Yeah. Which is like I wouldn't say. Like, in, I mean, in my circumstance, I'm not saying it would happen, but I don't think that's settling. Like, it's still an attractive woman, but it's just not what he wanted. And so he's I was going to say, it wasn't his original. Yeah. And he sort of explains that, like, it doesn't... That he, he he's doing this, that he's, you know, sleeping with all these women, but it, they, nothing connects with him on, like, an emotional level. And it sort of... Yeah, he's, really... he's a bit of a sociopath. Yeah, and sort of he doesn't get necessarily the fulfillment he sees and he wants in, you know, stuff he watches. Because yeah. that's fake. Well, not fake, but it's sort of like, it's not it's not, it's just people pretending, essentially. The warped portrayal of... That. Yeah. Oh, which is a, a sort of an aspect that this film covers considerably the sort of warped images of sex and romance and how certain things have influenced people to believe this is how it is in real life even though it clearly isn't oh yeah um so he's not getting the the satisfaction he wants out of uh having sex with random women yeah Um, exactly so it's at this point that he decides to try and do Actual, he doesn't quite go for a relationship at this point. But he wants to, try yeah, to get a hold of Scarlett yeah. Johansson. Yeah, well, because he basically, it's a chase for him. Essentially, he doesn't want to do a relationship. He just wants to sleep with her, and that's. I say he, he wants her. Uh, that is just all he wants at that point. Yeah, it's it's only until he's kind of, basically, he, it's her name off the. Uh, right at the bar that yeah. I met at. Yeah, these are on Facebook on a date. Yeah, essentially. Um, 
And she's just basically not wanting to do what he wants and just get to, to banging immediately. She wants yeah. to form a proper connection with him. Which yeah. with him, yeah, which is, is like when... pretty understandable. Yeah, no, that's that. Yeah, because he he and he just sort of does what she wants just to get with her. Not because he wants he, Yeah, he he goes along with the relationship mm-hmm. just because he wants to own her. Yeah. Which is like just not very nice. Like it's just Yeah, still quite it, it it's very Barney Stinson from Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like the the film acknowledges that what he's doing is wrong and that he's not a Yeah, good it guy. definitely doesn't make any pretense that you're meant to root for him. I'd say that John is definitely John's definitely a what, sorry? Anti-hero. Anti-hero, yeah. He's he's the protagonist, but he's not the he's not a. He's good not guy. necessarily a hero. Yeah. Because I feel like this film could so easily write him as like this is what you're meant to be doing, like portraying him. Yeah, look how cool positive, right? on is. This is what you do. You just force yourself on a woman until they like you, and that's just how the world yeah. works. And I remember. We were taught at school because we did um sex ed, and and this is relevant. I'm not just telling a story for the sake of it. This is actually relevant. We would t- um a woman came in and talked about it, and basically it was like so like in porn, you know, women just want to do whatever, and they just they're always willing for it. And she's like, in real life, it doesn't work that way. And I'm like, that's an important thing you should tell people, or like kids, like people growing up that not everything is as it seems. Porn is not an accurate portrayal of sex. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't just happen, you know. You can't just ask someone to do it and they'll do it or you can't just force them into doing it because that's kind of a... It's technically a crime. Forcing them to do it. I was going to say, when you force them into doing it, that's a little thing. Rape. Yeah, and it's just sort of not very... And I think some people miss that sort of lesson that, you know, I guess consent is the best way to put it, is is the simplest way to put it, that that is necessary. And so, uh, so then starts his relationship. he starts the relationship. I think just before that or around this time, we are also introduced to his family, like, properly. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so he goes to church and he's yeah, he's a church goer. Yeah, and he's... he reg- regularly um, confesses his sin. His sin, which is just like, man. He says his time is important to him, but he seems to spend a lot of time doing, just like sleeping with women, like in other things. It's just like he spends a lot of his time in front of his computer. If you know yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, and it's just like, man. I know he's an adult, and he could probably. That you probably have more time to do that if you wanted to, but it's like, really? Like, it just, I mean, it is an addiction. Like, it is Oh yeah. an addiction, so it, it, it makes sense. It has sense. a problem. It has a problem, yeah. And so he, well, actually, I think as he's driving to the church, we have the first of many scenes of him, of just, like, the camera next to him while he drives, and him just getting rage. upset at people and just saying they are retarded. And it's like that's one of the little things that I'm not sure what it's meant to be. Is it just selling him more on being a bit of a scumbag, or I think that's sort of what I took from it. I think, well, because later at the very end of the film, 
he's completely di- like the final scene we, time we see him driving he's different like oh yeah, that, yeah. Things compared and i think i think it's just to do that to sort of show character progression yeah i, don't I, know I if it's saying anything yeah I, I guess this is you know the before part or not yeah and man he like he gets really upset in pretty much every driving scene he yells at someone for yeah, every time he's driving, he's like, "Whoa, what are you doing?" Yeah, and just insults them repeatedly, and just gets upset. It's just like, just chill, man. It's not that big. He's a got a lot of pent up rage. <laughs> and so, then, so yeah, we meet John's family. I think this is a good time to touch on them. They're a bit yeah. of a weird family, aren't they? Like, it's an... Uh, yeah, a dysfunctional. A very dysfunctional what. family. So we've got Tony Danza as his dad, who is... I think he American. helped... Yeah, the sort of stereotypical American dad, who... It just seems obvious to me that he helped perpetuate these ideas to John... That, and that's why John thinks the way he does because yeah and he, yeah he was kind of a, a shaping factor in yeah because who... the way he just like treats women and just like talks about women is just like Ooh. yeah I was just like later on when that's... John introduces Scarlett Johansson to his family yeah just like he's a bit sexual predatory as well that's, that's a bit oh that's a bit that's not good it's poor yeah and it's just like he's just really just ugh. like I'm lucky I don't have a dad like that because that just wouldn't be good. <laughs> yes, I mean. and so then there's also John's mum who is also like she's more along the lines of Barbara's character which we will get to like she's not I have I don't know how to put it exactly. She, yeah, she's not exactly. Yeah, I'm not sure. Quite, I'm not quite sure how I, I feel about. Because she sort of is. Well, because there's a bit where, a little later on, when Barbara first meets John's parents, and they, and she talks about the first time he met her dad, he met John's dad, and how, it was so romantic, and then he tells the story, and I'm like, is that romantic? That's not. Like, I, don't, <laughs> I think that's that's actually also incredibly effed up. Like, yeah, that's just really weird. And I, and I <laughs> the warp perception of love, what is love, and what it makes a healthy relationship, you know, which is sort of perpetuated. About the whole thing, yeah. And then we've also got um, Brie then... Larson. Brie Larson, oh, she was a big name, I guess. Yeah, I'm trying. To... I think she'd done. She'd done Scott, done Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim, and I think she. I think Twenty One Jump Street had also come out before this, but I think yeah. this was yeah, this was a couple years I think before she won the Oscar for Room. Oh, yeah, yeah. This was two years before she won. Yeah. Uh, she's not really in it that much. When I saw her name in the credits, I sort of put in my mind that she's going to be in this film lots. 
because I guess yeah, no, gonna... because nowadays you know she yeah she's Brie Larson yeah she's this massive star that's in tons of things and she's like less than ten minutes like at mo- like five... she, she's in the film she she's present for all of the family scenes all the stuff she, of the she she's on her phone the entire time she doesn't really even when they're in church she's just away on, on her phone. phone I mean too fair that's sort of what I'd do if I was in church. Because it's. I'm not a big churchgoer. It's it's incredibly long for not much. It's not worth it, is it? I mean, I'm I was just gonna like, say it's the same thing each week, you know. Yeah, I mean, I'm not religious, so maybe that's something that people who do go to church get out of it. But that's just my opinion. Well, yeah, no, I think we are both coming to this from the plane of. Mm, yeah. About much. Yeah. It works for you. It works. Yeah. And so. Then, oh, what was your next note that you made, actually? I didn't make notes for this film. I just wanted to kind of take it in. Oh, okay. I felt last time, right, I spent a lot. Oh, okay. So, I made some notes of I've, a few... I've got, I've got things I want to touch on. Okay, sure. And then, you, you, what's your next? Uh, I just made a few quotes. I made note of a few quotes throughout the film that sort of talk about women so the first quote i met so there's a bit where john and john senior i guess are watching an ad it's a john cena then john cena senior john senior he's invisible (laughs) they're watching um an ad for like something like a fast food like sandwich or something yeah, and it's and a woman is a very scantily clad woman is being used to advertise. Oh yeah, she's like eating a burger and like on the pouring beach. water all over. Herself. Yeah, and she's like yeah. taking a top off and everything, and it's just like, and they're just sort of both fixated by it, and uh, it's that's sort of a prop that like lots of fast food commercials use women in that sort of way to get people to watch and to buy their <laughs> products because the sexy woman eats the sandwich so should you yeah and it just sort of is a way it's a it's a marketing strategy is the simplest way of putting it it's just to get people to check out this product how do we do this? basically it, it's like toned down porn essentially yeah it's it's very like like it's still we it's weird and it's very like yeah and no, it's definitely kind of like it's not exactly surprising no it's not surprising which I guess is is a bad thing that it's not surprising yeah it's the, it's that we're just like yeah moment. that's just how it is it like isn't that's yeah good. that's sandwich commercial yeah. And so there's a line in the commercial which has more than just a piece of meat, which is... Oh, shit. Did you not yeah. clock that? I No, I... I, I yeah, I, I forgot about it. I did notice it. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, I forgot about it. Yeah. And so... There's sort of a few things I noticed on this time that I hadn't noticed the previous times I was watching, but again, this is a time where I sort of 
taking it in and making more notes and sort of looking at it in a more analytical sense. And so I'm just looking at the notes I made. My next note is just... I, I got... Oh, yeah, sorry. Hang on. No, you wanted to you say go. something. I was going to say, is this around the point when he goes on that date with Scott Johansson and they go to a movie, to a rom-com? Yeah. Well, they go to... They meet at a restaurant first, and then... Yeah, they're out. Like, then they go to a movie theater. And they, do, you like, do you like movies? And then he talks about how he doesn't watch movies because he doesn't see the point in watching movies. And you and I were watching this film and yeah. bring up because I believe he'd say such a thing. Yeah, I was um, disappointed. I did notice on a lot more prominently the, the movie that they end up going and seeing Anne Hathaway and Channing Tatum Channing pop Tatum. up for a... Yeah, as the... Oh, but also manager, the post that he wants for the movie that he wants to go see yeah, Emily Blunt and John Krasinski, I think yeah. it was. Yeah, it was. And it's like, man, that must have been... That must have cost a fair amount of money, because John Krasinski, at least, like, he'd been doing The Office since, like, for ages. Because like, this was... Yeah, The Office ended this year, I believe. Yeah, and Emily Blunt... I'd been doing stuff, right? She's... Yeah, she's been in stuff. Like. And it's like... But also Channing Tatum and Anne Hathaway, like... Anne Hathaway, who... Uh, I think Oscar Anne Hathaway winner. was an Oscar winner at this point. Yeah, but I think, well, because this film premiered at a, it says it's Sundance in January, so she hadn't won the Oscar yet, but she had been in, like, big foot. Like, Les Mis. Les Mis. She had been in. She yeah, she'd done stuff before that. And you know, Channing Tatum was also a. Prada and stuff. Yeah, and Channing Tatum, Channing Tatum yeah, was yeah. also a big star as well. Or a bigger stuff. Yeah, I, I, I guess that's why they're in the rom-com. Because yeah. it's probably cheaper to get them in. And plus they sort of have more... They sort of have the look for a rom-com. In that... And more like, traditionally attractive. More traditional. Not to say that Krasinski and Blunt aren't attractive. It's just they don't oh, yeah, fit no, the... But in terms of Hollywood attractive people. Yeah, but they don't fit the typical bill for like... A rom-com. Yeah. And so, I've just got to sort of be honest. I'm absolutely with John. I I don't get rom coms at all. Rom coms are the one genre that I don't really click with. Yeah, like the only romance movies I like are ones about failing romances and breakups, like the the way more depressing <laughs> side of relationships because that's just more interesting, arguably. Yeah, no, I I. I like marriage story marriage story yeah that, that's a great example of a relationship really breaking I, down i guess with me rom-coms i guess the sort of thing that i go for is there's like a romantic story there mm-hmm. and it just happens like forrest gump for example i'd say that's a mm-hmm. right um Hog day that is also you know yeah fine by definition, a rom-com. Yeah. Um, but there are other things happening in those films that I think work. Yeah. Um, saying, oh, it's a rom-com. Yeah, I, I sort of... I'm sort of that way too. Like, romantic subplots, I don't necessarily have a problem with, but they're usually sort of in films that aren't built as that. They're usually built as something else. And it has a... Films that are, that are comedies and happen to have a romantic story. Yeah, exactly. That's usually when it works, because I don't think... 
rom I just think rom coms are just shit usually. Right, yeah. <laughs> rom coms are the most formulaic genre. And also they really like justify and perpetuate terrible like like things that men yeah. should oh, do to get with women. Uh a porn without porn it's the yeah. kind of the same subliminal messaging it's an un unaccurate portrayal of yeah. love it's, i guess you could say the female equivalent in that they sort of look in, at it in that, that a man is more likely to watch porn yeah a woman is more likely to watch porn. yeah and like i'm not speaking from experience by the way about relationships or anything but like i know that like rom-coms don't accurately portray relationships and I was going to say, um, you're not going to based on a true story at the end of, like, You've Got Mail or something. Yeah. And I, this film sort of looks at that. And it's just like, because, and John, it just sort of explains the plot of the movie. And it's like, that is li that is like every rom-com ever. Like, there's the pretty woman, there's the pretty man, the, the love at first sight, the first kiss, the, the breakup, the makeup, the wedding. You know, they ride off into the sunset, you know. It's just like, that's like every single rom-com ever. Cause I mean, just... to me, the reason I, I, I guess I've been wanting to get to this particular scene is because, to me, this is where kind of the thesis of this film comes out. I think, mm -hmm. basically, this, this film is a romantic comedy if maybe it was a bit more realistic and mm -hmm. wasn't as, you know, non-perfect and dealt with all these two perfect people, yeah. perfect relationship, and this mm -hmm. perfect narrative story yeah. sort of thing. It's a, yeah, like taking in the fact that, you know, somebody is, you know, very, you know, capable of having a, a porn addiction. Yeah. Um, and what what if that person was in, you know, yeah, a rom-com? Yeah. And I sort of have seen some people describe this as like a rom-com, but for guys. It's sort of that. It's, <laughs> well, because it's not like a, it's like not the most, like, yeah, it is without it's a doubt. feminine. Yeah. But it's also, yeah, because it's like it sort of analyzes problems and doesn't portray them as like, and it it has, in for me anyway, it has a great explanation of, and sort of breakdown of like, she wants him to do all these things, which we'll get into later, but she, but he does, but she doesn't have to do anything for him. Like he has to make all these changes and arguably sacrifices depending on who you ask for her <laughs> but she doesn't have to do anything for him which is like the problem with um that was a very loud bike um which i think is um a problem that even is still kind of a problem at some points like I've had conversations with people about relationships and sort of how for some people men have to do all these things, you know, for for a girl, but she doesn't have to do anything for him. Or like... I, I think that's know, a bit unfair. That uh, is a bit unfair. I would, it goes both ways. It, yeah, it goes both ways. I was watching um, the an episode of Ted Lasso where... Roy makes Keely a bar. For those who haven't seen Ted Lasso, there's a bit where a guy makes his girlfriend a bath with roses and candles and everything around it. Because, you know, 
life's hard and he's sort of been annoying her it's the simplest way to put it's been it. a bit too clingy clingy is probably the best word to put yeah yeah and so then i got into this conversation of yeah that's a lot of effort for me <laughs> and like and i sort of got into this sort of discussion with people on like well yeah that's nice like i understand the sentiment and that's cool and i understand that i should do stuff for my partner but like shouldn't she also do stuff for me as well like just because it's just fair and nice to just do nice things i was gonna say relationship goes both ways Mm -hmm. yeah and some people just don't think that and i think that's sort of a big problem that you know, people, sort of people assume that, oh, he he does stuff for her and she doesn't have to do anything for him. And sort of the argument as to why doesn't really hold water either of, like, why, he, why a guy has to do all this for women, but for his girl, but she doesn't have to do anything for him. Arguments rarely hold water. I mean, that's just my sort of perspective on the whole thing, I guess. Um. And so, uh, where does it go from here? So yeah, they've, so, they've yeah. They've seen the movie, movie there. and there's a an editing trick I noticed where she's watching this movie and it's edited in a similar way to when John is watching. Oh, he watches. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. I did that. Sort of the the quick editing, the flashing lights, the inter inter like intercut with clips of what they're watching, and it's you know, it's very telling that like he this is how you know they sort of view two separate things in the same way of how they believe things yeah. should be they uh, they have a big old argument later on about you know yeah um we, he compares you know yeah we'll get get there but he goes on and compares uh love of, of rom-com is to porn yeah love of porn being yeah and so then they leave the theater and then they kiss for the fourth time now because he kissed her like three or four, maybe it's five. Three but, times in three the times bar. Three times in the bar. So it's not as special anymore, is it? Because he's done it all before, so it doesn't. It's not the same thing. That it doesn't work as well. It, it, you know, they both want it this time. They both want. It. So it's better because she's been. She's like consenting to him doing it, which is better. Yeah, he's not forcing himself on her himself. Yeah. she isn't pushing him away. And there was actually a really great YouTube video I saw that I think has been taken down now, which is super disappointing because it was really great. And I think it was titled like Don John or What is Love? Which it basically breaks down and sort of explains the three characters that explain uh, sort of their perspectives of John, Barbara, and Esther, who is the Julianne Moore character who we'll meet soonish. And it was just a really great breakdown of everything. And it just is yeah it's just it, it was a it was a great video that is no longer up which is unfortunate yeah, i would have liked to watch that yeah i mean if i could find it i might send it to you because it's it's really good and so he keeps wanting you know to get with her but she's still she's very like stretching it out considerably she's like sort of making him do all these things for her before she gives him what he wants and 
it's sort of because he wants this thing because just for his own personal pleasure but i think at a point he starts sort of genuinely caring for her at a, at a certain point or at least in a little bit of a way yeah no i think he does start uh an attachment yeah which i feel like is a very common trope of like people wanting to get with other people for just sex but they have to like sort of play the long game i guess is the way to put it and then they come to like genuine yeah. feelings for someone oh yeah and that, that's you know very you know it's a common very barney trope. stinson yeah and so then she has him get a class or forces him to get a class yeah because... he starts attending in high school yeah because she th- wants him to have a proper job as she calls it which is just a bit insulting isn't yeah, it he... I was gonna say, you know, I hole. think, so, yeah, he's a bartender, right? Uh, yeah, he's a bartender. He's yeah. I, mean, really I think that's a perfectly reasonable profession. Yeah, you must get paid. A he, decent he's, got, he's got a very, he's got a very nice apartment. You know, he seems yeah. to be, yeah, you know, I don't think you could have that nice an apartment without yeah. having fairly decent income. Yeah. Also, he must spend a lot of money with what the job itself is. Yeah. And he also must spend a lot on tissues as well. So you, you, must, you must have a decent job to be able to buy that many. I was going to say, he spends an ungodly amount of tissue. Because there's a bit where he empties his, like, waste paper basket into, like, a trash bag. And it's, like, full to the top. And I'm like... I was going to say, there's a lot of damn tissues lot. in there. It's, like, a lot. Like, and into just, a, a big old trash bag it, as well, which yeah, looks reasonably full. It's a very big bag. And he, like, lifts it like it's heavy. I presume there's other trash in there, but still, that's, like, a lot of tissue. Still, you know... And tissues are well, like. I mean, relative. when he goes to the, the priest at the church, he does mention how often. It... Yeah, and it's just like it's like he does have a genuine problem, and I think this is sort oh. of an like because films usually when they look at addiction, it's usually with like drugs and drinking, like uh, train spotting, as we mentioned, uh, yeah, yeah. is like the prime example of like a film that deals that's with the go-to yeah that and like Requiem for a Dream and that's the go-to oh and Requiem for a Dream also yeah but films rarely delve into like sex and porn addictions which I think is uh, interesting because I feel like it's I not... guess because that, that's a less of an immediate uh, you say addiction that's yeah like, name an addiction people say like drugs or alcohol they won't be like sex or yeah exactly but it's just like there's a there's a wide market of dr- films about drug addiction, but there's a very small market of films about porn and sex addiction as well. Which is just an interesting. Which is thing. odd because you'd you'd think that you know it's much easier to develop a porn addiction than it is to a Absolutely. drug addiction. Yeah, because you know it's much easier to drugs. access you know just via the internet. You know, if you oh, yeah. the internet, you can access like 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 John says in in the film, it's incredibly easy to get porn on the go. Yeah, exactly, because he, you know, he's watching it on his phone, in, like, his car. He's watching it at his class, which is just, like... His class. And it's at, like, full brightness, too, and I'm like, mate, if you're going to do this, turn the brightness down a little bit. Like, it's so... Yeah, make it a little bit difficult for people to see what you're watching. Yeah, or or at least sit at, like, the corner, like, at the very back of the classroom, or in, like, a toilet or something. Yeah, don't sit as far forward and, like, front and centre as you are. Yeah, exactly. It... Which explains why Julianne Moore is able to see it, because he's being... Yeah. 
Yeah, and he's, he's not, not trying to hide it. And he's not being subtle with it either. He like looks for like a couple seconds, looks around and like tilts his phone down, then looks back to it, and they just they yeah. keep. Which pantomime? Like, is anyone watching me watch porn? No. Okay, I'll go back to it, watching. and then he just keeps doing it. And it's just like, come on, like do it more subtly at least. Yeah. And so she starts meeting his friends. And he starts meeting her friends, and they, yeah, and and John is very much well because his boys, who I think are a really great addition, his two boys that he's got. Um, they don't really add that much, but yeah. I think they're kind. I think they've got some decent lines and some funny moments, but that sort of they're a bit. Mm. They're not. They're not. A major part of the film. Yeah, they're just kind of there to fill in the gaps between Tom and Wilfred. Yeah. And so they're just talking about all this stuff, and he's talking with them about... He just has a few scenes where he's talking about how... Well, actually, this is later on, actually, so I guess we'll get to it later, but sort of, for now, he's sort of talking to them about, you know, being in love, as he calls it, which I don't know, like how long they've been together at this point if it if i would constitute it as love but i guess you know it depends it's the, the one month anniversary they say since they first yeah. met from the well from the moment he first laid eyes on her is what he says yeah. which i'm wondering if if he's being serious i think because he says it very seriously but i wouldn't be surprised if it's meant say, to be he and he doesn't like say i'm kidding or anything and it's like he doesn't mean that also, that's really weird, like, because people celebrate relationship anniversaries, like, every week, it seems. <laughs> like, from my experience, I know people, I, know, I have friends who are in relationships, and sometimes they just do it, yeah. like, after a year, like, oh, one year ago, we started. And I guess it sort of depends, well, because to me, it's also confusing, like, when do you start counting it being dating? Like, is it, like, the first date? Like, is that a date? Or is it sort of... Like, it sort of depends. I I've think. never been in a relationship long enough to really kind of figure that out. Mm. But you have been in a relationship. Yeah. yeah, okay. But, yeah, it's just weird that people... And also that people care so much about it, too. It's like... I get really annoyed at, like... Mm-hmm. They, they, they have their one-month anniversary. And it's like, oh my goodness, you've been together for a month? For 30 days. I mean, days. That, that annoys me for, yeah, so that, for several reasons. Yeah, exactly. It, it's a month. That's just like. Come on. Uh, also, how can it be an anniversary if an anniversary is specifically a yearly thing? Yeah. Like, I guess six months is a little more reasonable, but even then, I think that's a bit yeah, ridiculous. No, no, I'll, I'll give them that, but. But a, a year is like at like what it should be most of the time. Like, oh, a year. A lap around the sun. Yeah, that's yeah exactly. And it's just like. I just wouldn't care about that. I wouldn't focus on that. I'd be like, she'd be like, oh, it's our anniversary. And I'm like, oh, is it? Oh. Alright. That's like, a good I'm... way to get the relationship to end. Yeah. But it's if just like a she thing... She brings I... it up and it seems like a big deal to her. Don't be like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, I, I wouldn't... Like, it depends when it is, of course. If it's a year, then, like, I'll care. But if it's, like, a month or something, I'll be like, oh, like, it depends when it is, of course. It's not just, like, if it's been a year, I won't just be like, ah, alright. Yeah, it depends, you know. 
Like people who do like oh, one dude. week anniversaries, like come on, like that's just oh, rid- that's, so that's ridiculous. Like you've like you barely even know what like this is. It's just like say seven days, probably seven days, which you haven't spent every day together. It's like, you know, and I just think relationships as a whole are so like weird that people care so much too, and like this film, sort of, it's sort of what people like because John doesn't care about relationships; he just wants to get with women, which is fine. He's perfectly in his rights to do so. I don't know if he should be going on that the way not. he is. As long as he's insulting them. As long as they're, as long as they're like, can... He was both parties up for it, he can do... Yeah, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, it's fine. I don't care. Although, it is weird, because, like, ev- people seem to know, or at least some people seem to know that he, this, he, that he does this, but they go with him anyway, and he makes a point, there's a woman he meets who gets upset at him because he didn't call her back. And then she talks about how he gets, like, and every week he gets, like, a new bitch. I think she says. And, like, then he asks, like, well, then why'd you come with me then? And it's like, well, I guess it sort of depends. Like, if she knew before then, then it is, like, weird that she would not be surprised that he doesn't call back if he doesn't do it at all. Like, it's just weird. Very, um... Um, so, I guess, should we talk about Julianne Moore? She, yeah, she she's introduced. And her. Yeah, because he's going to the classes, and she's just introduced very... Well, she's crying, is the first time we meet her. In fact, I think we might have possibly jumped over something. Actually, I think we might have. Yeah, I think we missed... We jumped over the bit where... The, where john's family meets barbara i think we slightly jumped over that. we can just finish talk about this and then jump actually that, that, there's, there's another little bit yeah before julian will get to choose that one yeah. so they meet and john once again has some road rage because he just has a problem <laughs> yeah. and then she, they buy um they bring like something for them to eat i don't know exactly what it is but she brings yeah, and she's wearing a dress and he's just wearing you know like leather like his usual clothes and then they walk in and cool guy outfit. yeah the cool guy outfit i guess is the way to put it and then they walk in and john's mom is so excited and then his dad is so inappropriate that no interest until he sees her yeah he's like oh whatever and then he's like there's a bit where he's like looking at the t- and like his wife is like nagging him to look and he's like Jesus and then he sees Barbara and it's like Christ and he stands up and he's just, like, well he's like, like yeah like the like as close to like an actual human thing like that's the closest way that can happen for a human his eyes can just get like yeah. massive and he's just like staring at her like, Shit. and then you know they're just and then he, and then then he just kind of pervs over her throughout yeah. the whole dinner. Yeah, and while he and he talks to John about it too. Like, if you're gonna per, I like. Yeah, the fact that the, these two guys are bonding over over John is has no problem with his dad saying, "Oh, sh- you know, 
where you get a piece of ass like that. Like, that's acceptable. <laughs> like, that's a thing that he can say. Uh, yeah, that's normal in his household. And it's just like, that's just awful. Like, that is, like, just not good. And there's yeah. a, a sort of refer- recurring motif of the film, I guess is the way to put it, of when John first meets Barbara, well, the second time he meets Barbara at the restaurant, and he says, like, can I be honest with you, you're the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Not person, mm. thing. And then he says mm. that to his dad. And it's like, Jesus, like, this is really just... This is dad, his dad, yeah. And then his dad asks if, like, her, like, boobs are real. And it's like, come on, like, that's too far. Even... Like, it's like Jesus, just some. Like this is your son. Like if it's with your like, it depends. Like if you're doing it with like a guy with your guy friends, that's not necessarily massively just, yeah, better. It's but it's also just bros being bros. Like it's, it's just, you know, it's a bit weird, yeah. But like your dad doing it, like that's just that's a different just, level. That's actually kind of a bit disturbing. If if I'm being completely disturbing. <laughs> And then they have the dinner, and then they tell the story of when John's parents first met. Again, in an incredibly, like, just, ah, uh, just icky way. And they're telling the story, and and then he says something like, oh, I first saw her, like, the moment I saw her, I said, that's mine. Again, treating women as objects, not as people. Because of society and sort of the societal norms that are perpetuated by various media mediums and it's just that whole dinner scene is is a very it's got some really uncomfortable moments in it right yeah no, it's very realistic mm. and then uh they leave and they you know send their goodbyes and he kisses Barbara, well, John's dad kisses Barbara, that is. Oh. On the lips, which yeah, is just like, lips. come on. Like, if it's on the cheek, that's fine, that's just, just a nice thing that people do. But on the lips, like, come on, mate. That's just weird. And then, you know... In the same room for, what, two hours, probably, around that? It, yeah, yeah. You share the meal together. Yeah, at least Not exactly, jail. you know... And then they leave, and and actually a relationship being forged in the fire, so you can yeah. sort them out. Yeah, and in fact, there's a bit earlier where she's like putting something on the table, and he like puts his hand on like her back or something, and it's like leans like... around and like yeah, yeah, and it's just like my goodness, like I really hope this doesn't happen to me. I doubt it would, because my dad is nothing like John's dad. But just like, how uncomfortable must that be? <laughs> how uncomfortable must she be? I mean, unless she doesn't see a problem with it. But I mean, it's just yeah. so Basically. weird. And I think that's still problematic. Doesn't yeah, it's, it's it's very problematic. But like, the film isn't saying, "Oh, this is what you should do" or anything. It's very much like this is a problem, and just sort of highlighting the fact that. I, I guess that's an issue that I have with the film that you know, his oh, yeah. dad never. Ah. Oh. Um, like in a way that you felt it was too uncomfortable you were like too uncomfortable by certain bits or like what do you mean well, well no I'm, I'm fine with him not being called out in the moment uh, mm-hmm. 
within the film, he he just kind of continues on being who he is. He doesn't really doesn't go. Oh, okay. Okay. Maybe a, a scene is missing where Don Don John yeah. is like. Yeah, I'm sure there might be a couple deleted scenes where he like calls out his dad for his you know disgusting behavior, like his incredibly inappropriate behavior with his girlfriend. Like, I'm positive there's something somewhere where he calls him out for it. It's just weird because no one else really does. Like, his wife doesn't call him out on it. And, I mean, his daughter just doesn't care. Yeah. You know. I feel like... Yeah, no, I just think that was missing, that, you know. It's kind of painted this image of this being a problem, but it doesn't address it. It doesn't do anything to try and solve it, I guess, is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Like, look how bad this is, and then really doesn't do anything, anything to... other than that. They just yeah. kind of point it out. Mm-hmm. I think I don't know. Maybe this is. I think this is more of an American problem, possibly in that. Like it seems like in America there might be bigger problems with this because of you know certain ways of people living in America and sort of culture. I mean, maybe that's just my sort of perspective of it uh, yeah that might might just be us yeah not exactly you know about mm. all I things. Mean, like it doesn't make it right but it might just be like an american thing in certain places that is of course i, I think it is a fairly universal way mm-hmm. yeah and... um so that there's a, there's a brief little bit that i i really liked um and, mm-hmm. and so it's around this point it's around the point where their relationship is kind of yeah, they're making steps forward in the relationship. Like they're at, I think it's Scarlett Johansson's character, Barbara, like her family. Like there's a birthday party or something. Oh um, yeah, they're at this birthday party with. And you know they just have you know having a conversation or something with someone else, and then it just kind of cuts off mid sentence, mid scene, and like yeah. making out in the bedroom. Yeah, in like and a I, children's I, I, I really bedroom. like that. Yeah, a child's bedroom. I, I like... really like that. Just as a. Uh, within the, if this is a film about a porn addict who wants to get with this woman, then you know all of this you know, Tarantino just kind of conversation stuff doesn't matter. You know? Yeah, it doesn't. That's not what the film is about. yeah. And so yeah, there's tons of stuff with him just meeting her friends and doing stuff for her, and he isn't getting any satisfaction out of any of this. He's just waiting for the time when they can finally sleep together. Because that's all this is about for him at this point. That that's is. the reason he's in this relationship. Yeah. And then they have that scene outside of her apartment where she convinces him to take the class, which is really weird, I might say, where he, where she's yeah. talking to him about his class and everything. I'm like, man, she's, she is kind of, am I wrong to say she is kind of leading him on slightly? Like, just a little bit? Um... Yeah, I think that's not unfair to say. Because she makes him, you know, she does stuff with him and makes him, you know, feel certain ways. But she actually doesn't do anything to, she doesn't do what he does. Yeah, follow through. Yeah, she sort of gets him, sort of teases him and sort of gets him almost to that point and then decides, nah, I'm not, just gonna do this later. Yeah, I'm not into that. Yeah. But... And... It's just like, man, he must be getting 
rather annoyed at this point because you know I say man's got the bluest of all balls. Yeah, I know, and because he stopped like going to the club with Whitman, right? Like it, well, because he's just been with Barbara this time, so he stopped trying to sleep with random women because I think he's sort of given up on that, right? Like I don't think when he goes to church he mentions anything. I was gonna say, yeah, he, he does that. Um, like, like the first time that he goes to church since his relationship with her, he doesn't mention having sex yeah, at all. He just mentions, you know, masturbating like seventeen yeah. times and yeah. watching porn. And uh, he also actually, this is sort of a bit that sort of comes on at the end, but he he goes to the gym every like day after church. It appears. And he's, like, reciting, like, Bible verses and stuff as he's, like, lifting weights and doing sit-ups and everything. And um, that video I mentioned earlier sort of explains and talks about how, like, he uses, like, the stuff from church to help him at the gym. Like, he sort of is quite saying these things to himself to sort of motivate him to, you know, do more of, more pull-ups or whatever it is. With him being a member, you know, a member of the God Squad, goes to church a lot. I'm not sure what that's meant to be mm. the character. What that's yeah. trying to say about him? Yeah, it, it is um, weird because it's not... kind of the opposite. Like his sort of lifestyle. You think that someone weird. like him, you know, goes to church wouldn't be into, you know, sex out of wedlock. Yeah, it it is weird. Although, like, it is weird because there are certain members of the church who like it depends i guess on like the um i think i see what you're saying the, the church like i think it depends like uh, like some churches don't necessarily have a problem with it but there are some that do have a problem with it like nope you can't do this until you know until you're married or whatever I mean, I think this this is one of the ones that has an issue with it, seeing as he, he confesses it as a sin. He, he confesses it as a sin, but he can't stop because of... Addiction. Addi addiction, so he can't necessarily stop. And, I guess uh, you do have to wonder how he can, you know, start starting off as a, a Catholic or whatever. He, yeah. Know, he came to mm. this addiction, because he's got to start somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Just... Things you have an addiction without trying. Mm. Yeah. And so he's, you know, then he starts going to those classes and we meet Julianne Moore, who is crying, introduces crying. And he's just very annoyed about the whole thing. He's just like, oh, I, was just, I think that's the most relatable bit of the film. You know, yeah. I don't know how he he's crying. It's what part. He's just like, Jesus Christ. And to be fair, I feel like I might kind of be like I would like I would like to hope I'm not like that, but there is like a popular. If it's a person I don't know, I'm not gonna be like, oh no, you know, yeah. oh. I'm not just gonna walk over and be like, oh you're okay, because I don't, I just I, I avoid human interaction as much as I can, honestly. And it's just harder for me to like talk to people <laughs> I don't know. But and so it seems like crying is like, and one that's crying too, like that's just like no, that's I would just sort of That's a level of emotional 
uh, vulnerability there. Yeah. And so, before he goes back to the class, uh, Barbara... By the way, the name Barbara Sugarman, thoughts on that? Um, the sugar bit definitely jumped. <laughs> yeah. It's very weird. I searched Barbara Sugarman on, on, like, Facebook and online and stuff to see if there were any people with, like, that might appear. And there were, like, a couple people. Not many. There were quite a few, like, fan sites for Scarlett Johansson's character okay. in this film. Right. I don't know if fan, sites, fan sites... I don't know if fan sites the right... Like, sort of, um... Sites about her character, I guess. I mean, fan sites is possibly another way of putting it. Even though she's kind of a bit awful. <clears throat> and so then, you know, he finishes up with his class and he goes to his apartment and then Barbara's there waiting for him and then they just start, you know, they go at it and they sleep together for the hey, first time. Hey. And it's playing the music from earlier in the film with the um, romantic film and oh. the first time they kissed. And John is still disappointed. What does he do? He whips out the laptop and... He whips out the laptop and it's just... Also, he's just chilling on his couch as well. Like, I know he can't do it in his bedroom because that's a bit weird, but come on, like, any other place. doesn't even have headphones in. Yeah, exactly. He's just watching it like, oh, God, there's going to be a bit we get to in a minute, which I think is a bit weird, but... He's just, like, chilling there, you know, crossing his legs over, you know, just typing up, you know, going onto sites and everything, just watching vid, And, like, yeah. And then he's, you know, watching it. And then Barbara comes out and, you know, sees him watching porn. There's, there's a bit that I really liked where you're kind of looking, you know, the shot of John, you know, looking forward uh, whenever he's on his laptop. It's like you're kind of looking at him from the webcam or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And then when she enters, like, the camera gets picked up and, like, yeah, picks up and, and loot. Yeah, exactly. That was something I noticed, that it's, like, a very handheld. It's not like a pan over, it's like a lift and sort of physically moves. It's like, yeah, someone's picking up the camera to point it at her. Yeah, exactly. And she's just like, oh, that's the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. It's like, really? Like, Wait, really? it's a bit that weird. Is... I mean, to be fair, the fact that he does it, like, uh, sort of immediately after sex, that's very weird, because it's like, after that, I'd probably be tired. To be like, I don't think it's immediately after, because I was asleep. But it's sort of a decent... Well, because it seems, in some of his interactions he has with women, they, like, fall asleep, and he's just, like, lying there, just awake, just like... And he seems almost disappointed... In a way of like... Oh yeah, he's, he's unfulfilled. He's unfulfilled. So then, he has to, you know, watch porn to get fulfillment. And he explains why it works for him in a way that, like, real sex doesn't. And, like, I understand what he's saying. I just think it's a bit interesting. It's definitely the, the addict trying to justify that. The, yeah. Addiction, right? Yeah. Addiction. And she, you know, gets very upset that he's watching porn. Which I feel like, if that's the biggest problem in a relationship, your the relationship must be great. Like, if that's the only problem. And like, well, the biggest problem. That's your, yeah, that's the issue. A pretty good relationship. And then they, you know, and he, man, his just, his, like, explanation of what it was is, like, kind of, like, because he just thinks of this thing off the top of his 
Well, because he first off, he just tries denying it. He's like, nope, I wasn't watching that. But, like, you know, he can't get out of that. He obviously was. I was going to say, you know, if you saw it. Yeah. So, and he's like, like, nah, it was a buddy. Yeah, a buddy sent it to me. And then she asks him when was the last time he watched it. Like, that matters too much. Like, if he was what if he hasn't watched it since he got with you, does it matter? Like... Do you think he's going to remember? Like, he's going to say, oh, like, you know, months ago on the 22nd or something. Yeah, and he's like, I don't know, when I was a kid or something. Which, like, is fair enough. Like, to, to sort of justify the whole, like, sort of explain, like, oh, I don't remember. It's like when I was a kid or something. Because at his whole explanation of um, why, like, oh, no, only losers watch you know, porn, why would they watch it if they can get with a real girl, you know? And it's like, he really does play up the fact that, like, he isn't. That, like, it really was a joke. He, he very much sort of just keeps going and justifying that. He doesn't usually do this. Ugh. And he's able to calm her down and everything... Hey, to her is alright. And he just keeps lying to her. Still keeps watching, just doesn't tell Healthy her. relationship, mate. Yeah, lying to your girlfriend about you know what you do in your free time especially when you said you don't do it is not good. It's not healthy. And listeners haven't been clued in. This isn't a healthy relationship. <laughs> yeah, this is... From sure, both sure. parties, both people are in the wrong. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Both people aren't, exactly. Yeah, because of and his sort of treatment of women and sort of his... I mean, just lying at all is, a, is like, not good. Like, just lying to your partner. Just don't do it. Like, seems like common sense. Just don't lie. Pretty reasonable, you know. And then, but she also is also very bad, a very bad person. They go to um, a what is it like a like a oh, store, store like a yeah store, and they're buying some sort of shit. Yeah, we, like house appliances. Yeah, yeah, and so why actually are they there to buy? It's like blind. Is it like blinds or is it like? Something like that. It's something like that. And then he talks about, you know, going some to house house it, yeah. And then he talks, you know, he's gotta go get some Swiffer pads to clean his apartment because he takes pride in it. Which is fair enough. And then she gets upset at him and is like Yeah, like, this was the bit that I was like, Okay, nah, fuck you. Yeah, this yeah, is like, if man, yeah. man wants to clean his own house, let him, you know? And I've seen people mention that, like, it's kind of weird that a woman has a problem with a guy who can do, like, house cleaning and wants to do it. Because that's, like, a problem in some relationships, you know, that the guy doesn't want to clean the house. Or the, yeah, well, that's the stereotype that, oh, women should do cleaning. Like, yeah. if he's, you know, if he's willing to do it and likes doing it. Yeah, exactly. Plus, like, you know, because he does take pride in, you know, the few things he does care about because it's, you know, they mean something to him. I said uh, the the few things that are, yeah are important. Yeah, and one of them is his apartment, which is completely fair that he cared, that he wants his you know place to look nice. But she's just like, mm. she has a problem with it. For some reason she takes massive issue with it. Yeah, and it's like and tells him to stop talking about it because it's quote unquote not sexy. Like, well, cleaning isn't yeah. 
I mean, there's a lot of things that aren't inherently sexy that I'm sure he does. But cleaning, oh. I was going to say, if you hate to buy blinds, I don't think that's going to be really... Yeah, oh, hanging up blinds? Oh, goodness. Oh, yeah, that definitely... Making the bed? Don John, mm. It's just, it's weird. That's, that's a very weird bit, because it's like, I understand what they're going for, but it is like, I feel like they could have chosen something a bit different, maybe? As to sort of... Well, no, I think, I think it works within the context of the film that it is meant to be unreasonable. And... Yeah. It's just weird how she acts and, you know, wants him to be sort of moulding him to what, to her standards and her desires while not doing anything, yeah. not reciprocating, I guess. Um, And so I guess, you know, the this show of her not kind of being a healthy part of this relationship uh, she goes through his browsers. Yeah, which first of all, how does he not know what his brow well, like a browser he- browsing history is? I don't know how to delete browser history. Yeah. yeah, like it's so simple. It's not even like a difficult thing. You just like click on it, and it's like oh, delete history, and boom. Like, like well, I mean, you have to open things, but it's not very difficult to just delete your history to just you know. Say, yeah, surely like you've you know just on a web page. Yeah. And something that leads to your history. Yeah. Like, and it's yeah, just... on, on my lap's work. Uh, yeah, on button click and there's a thing saying history. Yeah, I've got a, on mine, it's just like a three, like three little dots and then there's just a thing that says history and then you can just go there and delete it because, you know. Yeah. Yeah, same. So, yeah, go on history. And, and it's just like, also, that's just so, just, just like going through someone's history anyway is just really just not healthy like you shouldn't do that with you know your part like i would never expect like i would never want you know my partner have enough trust not to feel the need to go through his browser exactly like and and he seems like you know completely like because he never talks about it he seemed you know i mean in him like he's watching it but like she doesn't know that and he keeps it well, to her, anyway, relatively well-hidden. And it's like, man, that's just not... Because I feel like some stuff like this sort of has to happen, you know? There's sort of, like, women who are a bit much and uh, and absolutely do things that they shouldn't be doing, like going through browsing, browser history. And, you know... And so they break up and have... I see, and he makes a good point that like he that like she watches romantic movies all the time too, and they're also ridiculous and like it's not healthy to do that either. I did really like the bit where she's like, "No, movies win awards," and he's like, "What do?" That's one of my that's one of my favorite lines because, and it's just the way he says it. He just says it like sort of subtly to himself, like, "Well, they give awards." It's like he's. Kind of offended, and he's like, yeah. you know, he's like, oh. they recognize it as well. Okay, it gets you know recognition yeah. deserved, and he's not wrong. Like it does, I'm wrong, and yeah. he's yeah. completely right. And they talk about sex and how she wants, to, and you know how they do it. You know, whenever she wants to do it, you know, not whenever he wants to do it. You know, or well, I guess it's sort of implied when she wants to, but not when he wants to, because he says, you know, says like, you know. You know we do it all the time, whenever you want to. 
you know. And I guess sort of that implies that, I mean, that's my interpretation was that they only do it when she wants to, not when he wants to. That's just yeah. sort of what I took from that. And then she... Well, they, they said about you no know, one-sided... Relationships and... You know... And he and she asks him, you know, and she says, like, you know, what is wrong with you? And he's like, I don't know. And instead of trying to try and figure this out and see if she can help him, she just leaves him because, you know, he. We like, saw a porn addiction. Like, yeah, yeah, sure, don't help him out. Yeah, that's definitely. <laughs> and um, yeah, surprise, surprise, he has a bit of a, a downward spiral. Yeah. He talks about, like, record. his yeah. record in yeah. one day was, like, 10, and this day it got to 11 or something. And then got 11 following the breakup. Yeah, and it's just like, man, that's not good. <laughs> like, if that's all you're doing There's today, that, like, that's just... a little time lapse of him just, like, in his room And, like, you know, the pill day. and the sheets <laughs> yeah. are, like, coming off, and he's got, like, pizza and, you know, and all this. And yeah, and, oh... It's unpleasant to think about just yeah. spending a whole day. Yeah. Just, you know. And it kind of makes sense that, you know, like he's arguably somewhat depressed after it, you know, this massive breakup. Yeah. You know. Because he wanted, like, in the, you know, it seems like he wanted. There's nothing to hold him back from watching as much as he wants it. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, he's at his classes and everything. Which he doesn't want to do, but like his his boy, one of his boys comes over and is like, "Come on, man, you've you're nearly finished. You should just finish it," you know. And he never, and it takes him forever to explain why him and Barbara aren't together. Well, he just lies to his family first of all, and says they're still together. I was saying he he, he lets them believe that they're still together for a while. Which is just, again, it's just lying and it's not good. You shouldn't lie to your family about, you know, what's going on. Um, but also, he, he lies to, you know, yeah, the, the, his boy that kind of comes to classes. He also kind of lies to him out, you know, the extent to which he was watching porn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He says, oh, yeah, she's, you know, watching porn, like, one time. Yeah. When she looked at she says like forty six different websites. Yeah. And she says like yeah, I think she says like you looked at like forty six sites today or something. Forty six websites in one day or something. Yeah, and it's like that's unhealthy. Like that's not good. Like, that is crippling addiction. Yeah. And yeah, it's sort of he doesn't tell the full story, he just sort of says like, you know, she caught me watching porn. And uh, his boy. He, he basically merges the two the two incidents. He kind of says, "Oh yeah, she caught me watching porn." Yeah, and then it translates that to the breakup. Yeah, and so he's just sort of it's not having the best time anymore. He's still going to his classes, and uh, there's a note I made actually from a little bit before this when he's still with Barbara. There's a subtle hint of like this, like of the sort of romantic score as John. Look, there's like a bit where John just like looks over at Esther, and there's like a slight subtle hint of like the score, like the sort of romance score that sort of plays at a few points. Okay, well, um, yeah, and then he yes you know, connects more with with Esther in that yeah. car, and so you know they're talking and he's um, 
And because before the, they talk a few times and he just is getting annoyed with her, she just gives him a porn tape as well. Yeah. And he's just like, what is this? And she sort of explains that, like, oh, it's actually way better than the stuff you watch on your phone. Because it's, like, I presume it's so like this is you know, more accurate portrayal of what sex is. Yeah. And, you know. And then she starts, you know, they start talking more. And he basically. Like. It's their own car. <laughs> yeah. They, they, they do it. And. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then they start, you know, sort of having a discussion about his addiction and what he gets from porn that he doesn't get from sex and sort of what he, um, and why he does it, you know, because she, she's, she's not necessarily the most judgmental. She's not judgmental about it. I mean, she's a little bit at the beginning, but I see it sort of explains why he's sort of addicted to it. She's much more sort of understanding of the whole thing. Oh, well, than, than Barbara was. Yeah. And she tries to, you know, she wants to help him and sort of help him get better and fix it. And and she also sort of reveals that. That's actually later on, so never mind. I'll get that later on. Oh, no. No, this kind of leads directly to that, you know. Yeah. And so, yeah, they go to her place and he's just sort of been having well because he tried not watching porn for a week just to see how it would go and you know he's not yeah she tried to for the most bit without porn yeah and he apparently could not do it so he's just like and then you know she met they are gonna have a bath together and then she just gets overwhelmed with emotion again and and john is just i just wonder how long he's just like laying in that bath for because when we see him later on, he's just like lying there, eyes closed, like it's a just lying there. Yeah, he's been there for a while. Yeah, and then he gets out and you know, just puts on a towel, you know, and oh, just finds out. And then she explains that her son and partner both died, which is yeah, unfortunate. And then they, you know, start. Well, first of all. Something I noticed about this film. He tells family that. I was going to talk about something slightly, but like something I noticed in this film that doesn't really happen in a lot of films anyway is that he's wearing a. He puts a condom on at a few points, and you don't really see that in films often. Yeah. And it's just like. It's, it's one of those things that you just sort of... Is implied in films. That never really... like. It just well, seems... usually in films they start kissing or whatever. And then you pan away. But... Yeah, and then you cut back and they're just... The post. Uh, yeah. It's quite all... Yeah. And so, yeah, they... You know, are together. And, uh, they, well, they sleep together. And then he sort of reveals... Actually, no, they go to church... He goes to, there's a scene with him at the church first. And the, a, a note I made was that at every, at all of the confessionals, he starts talking more and more to the priest, I guess, or the, whoever's behind the, yeah. Yeah, and the, 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 yeah. And so, like, the last one, 
he's he sort of says that they, that he only engaged in intercourse one time and that was it that was he was like off the porn and then he still gets like the same amount of prayer lord's prayers and hail marys and so he gets the same kind of yeah penance of having to however many prays and he's yeah. just like so confused and he just seems and he's really annoyed by the whole thing and he thought he would get like a much smaller number than he would have and i guess yeah. this is sort of part of him sort of rejecting the crit or sort of not thinking this thing's off with the whole thing because you know he's just sort of been he thought something would drastically change and it's because he's, he's made, made such a massive difference, difference. he thought he'd get a, a lesser yeah and, and he, <laughs> but no it's the same number and it's just like come on and it's so and, um, yeah i wasn't quite sure what they were trying to say with that and then Reese is just like have faith um, yeah he also just talks about how it was different than it usually is like sort of things yeah, he actually kind of had yeah and so then they go yeah, well, to, it wasn't just yeah it, it was different you know in like a good way it, mm. and it was just different from last time i did notice a little directorial thing pre breakup with barbara in goes to church or just in his life that uh, uh, I guess the cinematography is a lot more kind of smooth flowing like it's on a tripod or, or like or a dolly a dolly yeah and, uh, yeah the, the pan is a lot more smooth whereas post the breakup it's a lot more like I guess it's hand held more like oh, hand, it's yeah. shaky a lot mm-hmm. yeah I guess they're kind of mm-hmm. going how he kind of you know he's become a bit more unstable yeah uh, I just want to say, sort of on the technical level, I think the score's really nice. I think it's a really nice score. Um, um, it didn't do that me that much. And I think, right. like, sort of all the tech, like, editing and cinematography and stuff aren't massive. Oh, yeah, editing. That's the, that's the one that jumped out at me. Yeah, because there's various, you know, unique editing techniques, you know, fast, just sort of flickering between images that, like, less than a second long and all the stuff. And there's you know, simple stuff like, you know, we'll go from one second, we'll cut to him and he's just like making his bed or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Well it's like playing. a smash cut to like, like he's in, like he's like, you know, falling, he's going to bed with a girl and then it just cuts to the next day and he's, you know, putting his sheets over his bed and such. And... Yeah, this is really well timed. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, yeah. So then he has lunch, with, yeah, Sunday lunch with his family and he tells him he's broken up with Barbara. Mm hmm. Yeah, shit kind of hits the and they bit. get all really well. His parents get really upset. I forgot Brie Larson's Brie Larson. character's name, but she just explains that. Um, uh, Monica. Monica. Ah, oh, okay, yeah. And that she just expl- I think this is the first time she's talked the entire movie. I don't think she's yeah, she. Yeah, she hasn't spoken at all. Yeah, and she basically explains that you know she had, the girl had her own agenda and that she didn't care about John. She just wanted you know to force him to do what she wanted and that it's better that he's. You know, that she's not with him anymore. Which is just nice. You know? Yeah, it's nice that she kind of has his back with her. Yeah. He, he definitely seems to, you know... And he's, appre- he's appreciative of it. And that was a nice moment, I liked it. Yeah. There's a bit... Uh, where... He, like, the final scene, time we see him driving, like, you know, the camera next to him, he's just, like... Yeah, he's, he's, he's singing. Just, he's singing, and he's just having a... A baller of a time, you know, just just oh, jamming no, in his uh, car. Yeah, but 
but he still he stops singing when he pulls up to like another car. He just like stops. You know, because I guess he just looks away. away. He just looks away. They drive away, and he just starts going back into it. You know, which is nice to to show from the first one where he's just you know yelling at people and saying that you know everything retarded and stuff and. Yeah, yeah, he kind of minds his own business a little bit more. Yeah, he's just have he's just you know enjoying it, I guess, instead of you know raging at people for being you know retarded, as you would say. <laughs> he says, yeah. And so he goes out. To, he goes out to um, a pizza place with his uh, boys, the boys. eating pizza. And, and they're talking about the streak is over, like they're keeping track. I mean, because they are keeping track of it. And there's a bit, in fact, where, like, very early on, John mentions that, oh, you know, they know about the streak, you know, and then his friends tell him, you know, you're sick, you know, you messed up. That he's keeping track of, you know, all this. And then they're talking about, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah, and now they're just talking about this and how he just doesn't care anymore. And they mention this girl, and it's like, nah, her voice was, like, annoying, though, and so I wasn't interested. And he says to his one of his boys that, like, oh, you were ch- ch- chatting up Ponytail. And, you know, he's like, oh, I got a number. And then they see, and he saved the number, the name is Ponytail. Which, like, that just happens sometimes. Uh, yeah, okay. He just says, oh, yeah, I just saved it as Ponytail. He doesn't actually, they don't care about the name. He just it's a woman yeah it's just a woman you know and it's ponytail so that's, ponytail, that's sort of a, a recurring trope of sort of tv sh- of like characters who are like this like um in community jeff the, the main character of community that's just what he is with all there's an episode where where uh, is it Britter, I think it is, who goes to like his contact list yeah. of yeah, women, yeah. and they've all got nicknames. You know? He's just blonde from Spanish class. Yeah, hot blonde from Spanish class. And then, you know, I mean, he does change it at the end of the episode for a nice poignant moment. Yeah, but, no, it's, it's just a very superficial, you know, Yeah. physical. So, yeah. And, like, because it sort of seems like this is what would happen in... So, then he, he yeah. eats, like, Barbara yeah, they meet up with Barbara, he meets up with Barbara, you know, one last time to apologise, and he does apologise for what he did, and she's just like, well, I don't know what I to really do. like this bit. Hmm. I think this is a really good, nice scene. Um, and I, I love the movie, like, I asked you to do one thing, and you couldn't do that, and then he's like, well... No, you actually asked a lot of things. things. And, like, if from my memory of the relate their relationship i think all he just wanted was to have sex right like i don't think he really asked for much yeah he, he didn't really ask for anything which i mean i fact, guess maybe like although too fair just asking for sex like that's a bit mm, it's a bit off i was gonna say no it is a double-ended sword you know she was asking a lot of things he wasn't asking for much but the thing he was asking for sex yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they would, and they just sort of, and she sort of mentions that his hair is different now. He stopped, you know, stopped putting the stuff in it because Esther told him to, and said it's much better like this. And they just are talking, and he just. And she, she just leaves and says, "Don't yeah. contact me." 
and and she makes a point that like you know i don't exactly know what she says but she just makes the point that like oh man should be willing to do whatever you know a woman wants him to do and then he's and then john says like well isn't that a little bit one-sided and then she's like well she says something like you know well if he loves her then he doesn't care or something at least to that effect and I just think, like, this film, like, it, it really does portray, like, relationships can be like, like, some people sort of have the perspective that relationships should be like that, that, you know, only one party should do everything for the other party, and it doesn't work like that. And... Um, so, yes, the way the film ends. Yeah, he st- sort of has a final... Mo- because well, there's an opening monologue where he talks about you know his life and life and stuff and okay. what he cares about and everything and then the fight and then this scene he talks about Esther and their sort of relationship and how they don't how like they're not going to get married or anything which you know which is fine because that's completely just that's fine you know, you don't want to get married in that yeah and you know he doesn't want to get married and she kind of can't because of you know her life but they're still you know baggage of... yeah and and they sort of he has a final monologue sort of talking about like when they're together he sort of does lose himself in her like, yeah he, he gets the reaction he, he, yeah the way he reacts to her is the way he reacted to the pawns yeah and he's sort of off able to get him. yeah he finds it's not a distraction he's able to emotionally yeah and it sort of concludes you know with that sort of sort of very quick like flickering you know the two of them together in the flash and yeah yeah and then the film ends on a on a happy note and i was surprised to see you written and directed by joseph gordon levitt so i had no idea that you wrote oh you didn't know until after the film ah okay oh no so i think that's kind of well that's a lot of that's most of the film i'm just seeing if there's any notes I made that I took, like any notes I made, I think I've sort of got everything I want to talk about. I, I've sort of talked a bit about how the film sort of sort of talks about how society is, you know, sort of made men view porn and how sex and porn and how women view relationships from rom-coms and how they're both wrong and they don't really understand it. And I, I think that's pretty much it. I think. That's pretty much it. Do you have any sort of final things you want to touch on in the film? Um, Specifically in, in the film, no, I think I'm um, piece about it. Yeah. We, shall we move on to the rating? Uh, yeah, so... Well, I like the film. Mm-hmm. I do have... Issues with it, like, you know, yeah, that we did touch on, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think it's very nicely. The I think technically, I think I got a lot more out of it. I mean, I, I did, did appreciate the way it was directed, and especially since you know, I didn't know it was Joseph or whatever. I think I was a bit more impressed when I saw it was him. Um, um editing, I really did kind of think that was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a very watchable film, it's a very, very smooth 90 minutes that it's you know. Mm-hmm. Not exactly ones you know watch with the whole family, but you know it's a yeah, very e- easy watch. Um, and I, I'd give it a, a solid seven out. 
Mm. Yeah. I so I sort of figured you might give it a seven out of ten, and I'm going to give a higher score than that because I do like the film more. I do a, sort of agree with a few of the points you made, the um, problems you had with the film, but they sort of don't bother me as much, and they sort of I can sort of understand them and sort of see what they're going for. I think this is probably Joseph Gordon-Levitt's best performance of his career, of what I've seen of him. Of course, I haven't seen uh, Looper. is probably the only other one that could... Oh, yeah, yeah. And I think sort of, yeah, throughout the performances are all really decent. I think the script is very good, very well-written. Uh, has lo- I think has lots of really great things to say about society and people. And I just think it's a great film, so I'm going to give this a 9 out of 10. It might be a bit generous, but I still I still think it's really good, and I really like it. So... Uh, yeah, I think it came to it from a different place. Mm-hmm, yeah. So, just out of curiosity, yeah, you have a list uh, on the last episode when you mentioned you had a list of every film you've seen rated, and you put them all in the list. Just out of curiosity, where does Don John land on that list of, how many films is that now? A A thousand and something, right? Which is out of, out of 1,084. 1,084, okay. So, which, what is it at? Sorry? Just roughly halfway. Halfway, halfway. okay, okay. Uh, for uh, the... 529. Well, that's not too bad. That is, yeah, about halfway. Uh, for me... Yeah, no, that's roughly halfway, and, you know, it's, it's definitely in the, the good portion. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, a 7 out of 10 is a good score. That is a good movie. Oh, yeah, no, it's definitely, you know, amongst the films I like and I want. For me, um, I've only got a list of my top 100 favourite films, but for me, this lands at number 90 of 100, which is high, I would argue. Uh, I will say that Shame is better. So, very different, but albeit very different, it's a much darker film, but it sort of touches on sort of similar um, themes and ideas, I guess. Uh, So, I think that's it for this episode. Uh, Thanks for joining me again, Barney, for another episode. Oh, yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. And, uh, yeah, and I'm sure we'll be back. You'll be back for some more in the future. Uh, got some stuff. Yeah, I've got some a couple episodes planned with George, which will be a lot of fun when hopefully whenever he's able to record. Hopefully in a few months, because of you know during the Christmas period, maybe who knows. Hmm. So. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Hope you all enjoyed. It was a bit of a long one, but you know these episodes are starting to become longer because there's just lots of lots to talk about. 
at these films. So check out social the social media. Check out the website as well. Check me out on Letterboxd. Uh, Bunny, is there anything you would like to plug? Um, just check me out. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you have got an IMDb um, account if you, if people. Yeah, want. I mean, hey, I mean, those who are, yeah, are interested on checking out most of everything that places mm. rank. You've got a separate one. So. Yeah, gives um, Yes, I have one for TV where I rank various sorts of individual TV shows. So I guess give William a link so you can check them on those who are yeah. interested. Uh, yeah, so once again, thank you all for listening, and I will see you guys in the next one. Goodbye.